Hello and welcome to a Thursday, February 22nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And I'm Travis. So yesterday was one month till the premiere of Krypton. And so we got a bunch of new information and footage. Uh, USA Today had the first look at Blake Ritson as Brainiac on the show. I guess just first up, just talking about the the actual look of Brainiac. What do you think of that, Travis? I thought it looked amazing. It looked just like Jeff Jan's run on it. And something about that trailer that put me at ease was hearing Jeff Jan's talk about it because it just made me feel like he got a deeper role in this show. So I feel like it's going to be really good and really true to the Brainiac feel going forward. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic look for Brainiac. It's, you know, like you said, they basically just ripped it straight out of a, a comic book page and he's got all the plugs coming out of his head and he looks I guess he kind of looks mostly CGI, which if it is, it it's pretty impressive. Um I I mean everything I've seen so far looks really really good and especially like his ship just looks so cool. Yeah, so this looks great. I will just uh I will say we did just see his head basically yeah. in, in his upper body, but yeah, it looks amazing. And it is not CGI. It apparently initially took seven hours to apply the Brainiac makeup and they got it down, quote unquote, to four and a half hours. Oh my gosh. So that's oh, insane uh, that they have to go through that to to get him. But man, it, it paid off and it looks, he, I mean, he looks great. He looks like Brainiac and that's that's the best thing you can say about it. And it was pretty cool to see there's a lot of positivity about this. This is the most positive I've seen people about Krypton. I know a lot of people are split on the concept and everything like that but that's the most positivity i've seen from something and it's just looking at the guy's face so that was pretty cool yeah um and they are going full in they got the the skull ship and everything and so um yeah it's it's pretty cool uh there is that that youtube or twitter video where david s goyer and jeff johns talk about brainiac it sounds like it's it's inspired by jeff johns superman brainiac storyline with gary gary frank and i mean they're it's it's crazy how ambitious the show is. They're going full on Brainiac. Oh man, it's great to see. And also to your point, I remember when this first was announced, there was a lot of people laughing, even included myself, thinking <laughs> that this was going to be ridiculous and canceled within the first like ten episodes. But no, this looks amazing. And this could you got storylines that you could use for geez, you could get three or four or five really good seasons out of this. Yeah, Brainiac is the, the the perfect pick for a big bad for this show. And um, I don't know, I, I was excited when they announced the show and even had, you know, I had some apprehensions, but those little apprehensions are pretty much all gone now. This this looks fantastic. Yeah, and we should say this show could still be horrible. I mean, oh, it, yeah. could, it could be bad. I mean, <laughs> everything I've liked everything we've seen, but I've been excited about this show since 2014. So um it's just cool to see a lot of more people getting on board and hopefully giving this a chance. I mean, and then you just hope the show lives up to it. So I'm glad to finally see Brainiac uh, for real. I know we've seen we've seen different versions, but this looks like the full on version. And I'm pretty excited about that. We also got that new trailer. Uh, it was released on Twitter where it really shows the people of Krypton talking about Brainiac uh, and everything that's going on with that. What do you think of the trailer, Travis? I thought that looked good as well. And the main takeaway for me was that the House of Zad representative was a female, which I thought was a perfect thing to go from where we thought General Zad. When we think of House of Zad, we think General Zad. So I thought this was a perfect like, wrench to throw in there. 
Yeah, and I, it's cool. I think we got those posters that I kind of made fun of for the different houses just because they had like puns on them. But the idea of <laughs> the different houses and setting them up and the drama between that, I'm I'm all on board with. Um, towards the end of that trailer, though, we get some a little bit of explanation about the cape because we saw that Adam Strange brings it. We still don't really know where he got it from or how he got it, but we now know that if it disappears, then that means that Superman doesn't exist in the future. And so that's a pretty good plot device, sort of. It's kind of like, you know, the picture from Back to the Future. If it fades away, then he he did something wrong. But um, yeah, we got some more explanation behind that. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm very excited about this. I know I know some people probably still aren't excited about, but Ritson, who's playing Brainy, I can talk to like how because this time period has never been explored, it gives people a blank canvas, gives the writers a blank canvas to build out the mythology and everything. And some people, I know some many people argue, well, I don't care about these characters. So why should why should we watch the show? But I mean, why would you care about any characters in any original programming? You don't until the show's out. So I I'm I hope people give it a chance and it, it looks like uh something that I'm gonna be enjoying. I got a feeling that a lot of people are gonna give it a chance. And also there's openings they could travel to a place where there's a red uh, where there's a sun like Earth so that they could have Superman sure. powers for a couple episodes. You don't know there's a lot of possibilities, like you said, with the open in, in so many years back. But the thing with the cape that I was wondering was throughout the season, will pieces of it disappear and pieces of it come back when they're successful and not successful in stopping Brainiac from like erasing Superman from existence? Um, or will it be just one straight disappear or not, like the full thing? I'm a little curious about that. Yeah, it would be it'd be pretty interesting to like it'd be a good visual representation of like how well they're doing or how far along they are. Like, like you said, if parts of it disappear and then come back and they know that they're on the right path, but cause that'd be cool too, if they do something that they think is going to help, but then more of it disappears and you're like, Oh, well, what did like, what effect is that going to have? And we could probably jump around in the timeline a little bit and try to find out those answers. Yeah. I'm sure most of the, the story is going to be set on Krypton, but with time travel and space travel involved, there's, there's still a lot of different possibility to introduce different things in, in future seasons down the line. Yeah. Do you guys think that Adam Strange will be a one-off just for the pilot episode and then go back to his time? Or do you think he'll be sprinkled throughout the season, like jump back and forth when he needs to advise him? He's, he's, a, he's a series regular. Yeah. So I don't know how, how involved he will be and if he'll be in full on costume for most of the season, or if that's something that'll be saved towards the finale or something like that. But he's a series regular. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about because I, I love me some Adam Strange. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got some casting news for Titans. It seems like we have this about every other day, but this is pretty cool. Um, April Balby has joined the cast, and she's going to be playing Rita Farr slash Elastigirl. Um, so Entertainment Weekly had this description. It says, an actress on the rise, Rita Farr, was exposed to a toxic gas that altered her cellular structure, which in the comics allows her to expand or shrink her body at will. Longing for the days of old, Rita finds a place for herself among the Doom Patrol. So, Travis, are you excited to see the Doom Patrol and Elastigirl on Titans? Yes, I didn't know much about these characters going going in, so I did a little reading last night, and it gets me even more exciting, excited because she was an Olympic athlete, it says in the comics, too. So I'm curious, what's their shrinking abilities going to be portrayed? Like, Are they going to improve on the way the Adam shrinks? and gets big like how or in the same way with the elongated man in the flash how how are they going to portray her powers is what i'm most interested as and as for, for the actress 
I only remember her from, from one episode of How I Met, Met Your Mother, but she was really good in that episode, so I, I'm just going to have an open mind going forward with it. Yeah, Crazy Meg, wasn't she in How I Met Your Mother? I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about the actors, but I'm I'm glad to see more of the Doom Patrol filling out and uh, Elastigirl and the Chief. That's that's pretty exciting. Now, hopefully, we get I I mean Robot Man and Negative Man and fill out the fill out some of the Doom Patrol roster for that that episode. I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna pop up on episode five, and then there's a potential that they're gonna recur. But yeah, Titans just gets keeps getting crazier and crazier in more awesome ways. Yeah, again, again, another very ambitious series. So yeah. pretty exciting. I uh, think it's gonna be the best live action show when when it starts of all the shows that are on right now. I mean, there's just so much talent behind it. I, like every time, you know, Jeff Johns, Greg Berlanti, and Akiva Goldsman doing the Titans and. Like you can ask for a much better uh, group of people to run a TV show. Agreed. So last up, we have a couple characters who are going to be returning to the Arrowverse. And in episode 15 of The Flash, Enter Flash Time, which is will be the second episode back, Jay Garrick and Jesse Quick will return. And Jonah Hex is going to return in the season finale of Legends of Tomorrow. The Jonah Hex one makes me think, will we get more of the characters of legends have encountered in the last couple seasons coming back to help them. Maybe that's why there's been no indication why Jonah Hicks, although thinking about it now, Rip recruited Wally. So he'll probably go recruit, uh, Jonah Hicks as well. Yeah. That'd be cool. If he's, he's the reason that all these characters are coming back and we get to see some of the, you know, favorites from the past seasons flash. It's, I love seeing Jay Garrick and Jesse quick, but the last time that they got rid of Jesse quick, the, the write-off was kind of lame, like the reason that she had to leave. So I'm hoping that they stick around for a couple episodes, maybe, but they probably won't. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird to bring those speedsters back, but then Wally's not ever around. Well, Wally's at least busy now, you know, he's right. got other stuff going on. But yeah, I'm glad to see more of Jay and, and Jesse, even if it's just for an episode. I like those characters. I can't wait. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.